Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the Afterthought section of Well, That Fucked Me Up with your hosts, Luke Coulson and Kyle Watt. Uh, Kyle. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hey, good, good. You moved, you moved, didn't you, last week or the week before? I moved this week, so it's like moving. It's just a bunch of moving. We're like a bunch of hermit crabs. Well, that's what happens when you've got a great podcast on it. And, and are you saying that you the... are you saying that you moved on the seventeen dollars and forty three cents we made last month? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, if we split it, then I could have we could I could have upgraded too. With the seventeen dollars and four, listen, seventeen dollars and forty-seven cents is is more than zero dollars and zero cents. So, one yeah. stepping in the right direction. You know, we don't owe money. We don't owe money from our podcast, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, listeners, for joining us. This is the afterthought section, and this is a part two afterthought section to make it even more exciting. Um, Amanda Quick's story was our first ever part one and part two. So do let us know what you think about that. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, let's keep the episodes short and sweet. But then I'm obviously loads of other podcasts and they drag them out, don't they? It's like episode one, episode two, episode three. Like, wait till next week, episode four. So we didn't think we could do Amanda's story justice in the first episode. If you didn't listen to the first episode, go listen to the first episode. If you didn't listen to the second episode, obviously listen to the first episode first. It is an extraordinary story all about how she found out that her husband and father of her three young children was in fact arrested for sex trafficking. And at one point that included children. Okay, jolly good. So (laughs) the first episode was all about her trust for her husband and the moments kind of leading up to his arrest and the fact that she just couldn't get it into her head that he was guilty. And so she stuck with him. She stuck with him. Um, and then, of course, the second episode was all about the realisation, which was a, a good year, maybe two years after the fact, um, when she started to realise that all of this stuff was true and he was not the person that she thought he was until she eventually was like, get away. And then she started to fear for her children. Because not only was he convicted, but he had custody of the kids. Um, And she started to find out that stuff was going on. And, you know, the the absolute jaw drop in that episode, too, was when one of her children said something, described something that the dad was doing with them. And um, I don't even I don't even want to repeat it. And she's like, well, we've got to get the kids. We've got to remove the children. And finally, she did it. Do you remember? And we were like, Rocky, it's like a Rocky moment. I was like, we were both like cheering and, woo, yeah, yeah. You know, I wish we had like a whole, whole crowd to cheer her on. But what an incredible double bill, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And man, it's like, how frustrating it must have been to like know that something nefarious is going on. And, the way our, our laws are set up where you she had no recourse. I I you read about this stuff all the time. And at some point most laws are dumb because it's plain to see in black and white, but by the letter of the law, 
It's like, well, no, by uh, the blah, blah, blah amendment and the blah, blah, blah constitution, he's still fit to be a father. And we are unable to, by bylaw 364, I don't know why I'm speaking in an English accent, because this is an American nonsense. <laughs> he's, uh, he he retains custody of the children. It's like, are we getting this straight? He is a convicted child sex offender. How does he have the same rights to custody as the woman who is the mother of children, who is, in fact, not a convicted child sex offender? How's that work? Yeah. You know, I know that you and I run in circles where all types are welcome. And we, I just have such a hard time personally. Like, crimes against children to me, and... Crimes yeah. of a sexual nature are yeah. like the, for well, me, it's like the unforgivable. Well, I have to say, there was a couple of moments in that episode where you you could see it, you could hear it in your voice. You were you were just angry with him, you know. You were just yeah. like, f- you know, you wanted to jump into the screen and like help her out and like find the guy and like rip his throat out. You were like, he's a fucking convictor. Okay, all right, Kyle, all right, Kyle. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, of course, and but there's a reason why those. You know, I'm almost thinking there was a reason why he was spared prison. The fact that he was on probation and four years house arrest or whatever. They are the people that get torn to shreds in jail. Am I not mistaken? A hundred percent. But love, and they never put him in with Jim Pop. And the other thing is like, if convicted gangbangers and murderers and like just thugs and and people that you would think are in jail are like oh no crimes against children is bad yeah it's bad (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, exactly yeah it was a real (sighs) it was a real story uh really just uh, one of one of just one of the most real and honest and jaw you know jaw dropping and you got to feel for the kids as well and hopefully they're growing up to realign with their mum and realise she's the the kind of the parent in all of this. Um I'd be interested to yeah. hear what our listeners think, you know, because you never know. Some some you never know. People have strange opinions. By the way, a minute ago when you said we run in circles with I thought you were say we run in circles with a whole bunch of sex offenders and child molesters. And I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, you never, know. A second. you never know. Kyle, do we? I don't think so. Um <laughs> we don't. Kyle and I do not run in those circles. Um but yeah, extraordinary. And and let us know also, listeners, about the double about the double feature part one and two. I liked when we launched this podcast. It was all about snackable, bite-sized stories. But now that we're such a globe-trotting success, there's no reason why the stories can't get bigger and better and badder and bolder. And I feel like that's a Daft Punk, punk song. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we have any listeners from Latvia. What is your guys' uh, custom situation like? Because I shipped a package over there and just chilled in customs, and then it came back, and I never got my refund. What were you shipping to Latvia? Oh, you were, you, someone came from Latvia, you didn't like it, you tried to send it back, and then you didn't get the refund, they just <laughs> they sent like, it back to you. fuck you will. Yeah. They, it was like an about turn situation. They're like, no refunding. Yeah. Once it has left Latvia, it is no longer Latvian. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm stuck with this like floating um come on we want to know 
We want to know what it is now. We all want to know. It's like a floating plant. It's got a magnet and it just I've seen that. there. And... It didn't work, did it? No, it okay. did not work. Okay. So just another good reason, everyone, not to believe what you see on the internet, especially those pop-up adverts on Instagram. Okay. All right. Fabricated. <laughs> I'm like, who buys this shit? Okay. Kyle. Kyle buys this shit. <laughs> You know, you know when I was in my partying days, I would watch like the Home Shopping Network mm-hmm. and get completely wasted. Yeah, and then a week later, like yeah. a vacuum and like, yep, would just show up in my house. And yeah, like, what? Yeah. So interesting, you say that. My my friend Max, Max, if you're listening, Maxi, uh, he gets absolutely leathered every single night of his life. And exactly that. He had to like disconnect and hide all of his computers because he would literally get ringed like Amazon boxes outside. And half the time he's like, I have been studying what's in the box for a good two days and haven't quite yet figured out what it is. <laughs> he's like, how, how fucked must I have been to actually not only see it, but thought, oh, I'm, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> He, he's got, he likes making things and like building like electrical circuits and stuff. So he just buys like widgets and like electric yeah. cables and all this stuff arrives on his doorstep. And he's like, nope, I've no idea what I thought I was going to do with that. <laughs> well, I don't need it. All right. Well, good to see you, Kyle. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And again, have a listen to Amanda's story parts one and two. Share the love. We love you all very much. Thanks, Kyle. Love you, man. Love you too, bro.